Here we go with another short shifts episode for the Hockey Think Tank podcast. We got 10 minutes on the clock. That's already started. Jeffrey has no idea what the topic is going to be. Vex, you ready for this one? Hi. This one is, uh, I think it's going to hit a little close to home for you. We are going to talk about advice for late bloomers. Advice for late bloomers. If you are a late bloomer or if you are a parent that has a late bloomer or you are a coach that is coaching a kid who is a late bloomer, let's talk about late bloomers because everybody out there that's listening, most kids are late bloomers. (laughs) And so, but we're so impatient in the hockey development process that a lot of times late bloomers kind of get left behind. So I wanted to hear from you. You were a bit of a late bloomer, grew a little bit later. And and so um, there's a kid out there in a car that's, that's listening or a parent or a coat, like give me some advice that, that you would give to a kid who's a late bloomer. So the first thing I would say is don't be afraid to put it all out there. Like, don't be afraid. If you're behind right now, the best players on the team, you know, you're you're that second level player in your town or whatever it is. Don't don't give up. And and here's the thing. Like you will 100 percent be a better person and more successful for the rest of your life if you go all in on trying to take your hockey career as far as you can. And I just mean putting in the work mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, studying the game, nutrition, sleep, body, you know, by, by giving your all to some goal and why not hockey? Because you like doing it. You're going to learn how to be successful for the rest of your life at anything you want to do. All right. By learning how to do this. So no matter what happens, lose that fear of failure or not making the ultimate goal, whatever that is for you and your career and your path, like lose that failure and learn to love the process of just being like, I'm going to be as good as I possibly can. I'm going to be better than even my potential. They're saying I'm going to overshoot that. I'm going to get as good as I possibly can. And I'm going to turn over every stone every day until I, you know, reach the end of that line, whenever that may be. I literally promise you that coaches and parents listening, if you can try to teach that lesson versus like making this team or making that team or getting this many points, but getting the players to learn to love getting better and understanding the value that that will have for them in their hockey career in a month, in a year, in three years, in five years, and 10 years, but also what that's going to do to them learning the path of what it means to be successful at anything in life after. Um, it, it's like the most important lessons that I think sports can teach. And I think that's the one that everyone should be focusing on. I love that, man. I totally agree. And I think you talk about value. Like there's so much value also in like the like not being the best player and having to work hard to be the best player, you know? And, and so it's almost like when you're younger, I'm not going to say it's a disadvantage, but in some ways it can be a disadvantage to always be the best player, like at the youngest of ages, um, because then you're not hitting as much adversity and maybe you're not getting coached as hard. And maybe the coach is like, you know, not, not holding you as accountable because you're helping the team win. And, and you don't have to, you don't have to earn it as much 
you know, you know what I mean? And so like, I think there's so much value to adversity. There's so much value to having to like climb the depth chart because at some point in your life, you're going to have to. And if you've never had to work to climb the depth chart when you're younger, then once you're going to have to do that in let's call it junior hockey uh, or midget hockey, that's, that's tough. That's really, really tough. And we did our hockey think tank podcast or sorry, hockey think tank conference a few years back. And we had this agents panel and there was an agent, Pete Rutilli, who uh, works for Wasserman now, which is like Connor McDavid's agency. And, and so one of the things that he said is like, you don't want your kid to hit their first adversity at 17 years old. <laughs> you don't want your kid to hit his first adversity at, at 17 years old. You want him to hit adversity a little bit younger and, and even younger and younger and younger, because having to fight through that stuff, having to work through that stuff, is really important. And I think for the early matures too, like let's, let's have a message to them too. Like people are going to catch up. And if you don't, um, if you don't work, people are going to catch you and don't rest on your laurels. You know what I mean? So, um, there is so much value kind of like what you were saying to maybe not being the best and having to work your way through so much value. And and it gives you just perspective too, that then when you do you know, become one of the best players, or if you do become the best player, like you just, you just have a different outlook on the game too. Like now you're still, you still are hungry. Like, you know, that there's more in you, you know, cause you had to grow from fourth best or 10th best to, to where you are at that point, you know? And so you just know how to do that. You know how to get better and knowing how to get better at anything. And we're using hockey, you know, for young kids here as a metaphor too learning how to get better at anything is lit is a massive skill it is so, so, so what did Marty St. Louis say on his podcast with us? Hey, he's, he wasn't he the he biggest, was the best. he wasn't the fastest. He didn't have the best shot, but he was the best at getting better. What an unbelievable quote that we've, we've quoted that probably one every, I don't know, 10 episodes that we've done. It's yeah. so powerful. Talk so about a late powerful. bloomer. You know, he played in the eight, like he's a hall of famer that, Nobody drafted him, had to spend a bunch of years in the AHL and finally got a shot and and did what he did with it. And I would imagine that a lot of the reason why he's a Hall of Famer is because he didn't have the success and he was willing to fight through it. And he was the best at getting better. 100%, man. I'm, I'm telling you, like the the struggles that I had uh, in in midgets and juniors, especially juniors, and how hard like the first year was for me literally is a hundred percent the reason why I was able to get through having a concussion the first year of my first NHL contract and like how hard that was emotionally, mentally, like, you know, the games it was playing in my head, like, and just not feeling good and stuff like that. Um, if I didn't go through like those hard times and midgets and juniors that I had to like overcome things, adversity and, and learn how to like battle my way out of, you know, bad places. Like I, there's no way I make it through that concussion, literally no possible way. Yeah. And that is all because I went through, through hard times. So players listening, you know, and the reason why you listening. have a thriving business right now and yeah. have done what you've done in, in the hockey world after your hockey career is because right. of all of that stuff as well. Right, dude, literally a hundred percent. I mean, like I, I wish I had a I wish I could have afforded a social media guy back when I was like starting my company in like the first couple of years. Cause now people all the time are like, How do you work with so many teams? And how do you work with so many players every day? And how do you do this? And I'm like, and how can I do that? And blah, blah. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> 
you look at me 10 years ago, look at me six years ago, look at me four years ago. Like I was working, there's days I worked like 16 straight hours, you know, with, with players, you know, that, that, you know, maybe I wouldn't be able to work with now, you know, it's just, it's, you got to put in time. You've got to, you've got to, you know, adversity is a great thing. All right. If you're in that hole, like Tove said, and you're, you're, you know, you're thinking you're behind, you are not use it as a slingshot use it as something to motivate and fuel you. And if you're the 10th best player and your goal is to be the fifth, you know, by the end of the season, that's a great goal. And then over the summer, jump from fifth to top three, you know, like that, like that's the goal. And it doesn't matter if you're B or A or double A or triple A have this mindset, because if you have it doing something you love hockey, when you're younger, it's going to be a lot easier to apply that to other things in the working world and relationships and things like that. 100%. All right. So we got a little bit more than a minute left. I I just want to hit one thing and then I got a question for you. And that is if your goal is to play college hockey, you're probably going in at 20 years old. So the runway is a little bit longer. I think that's really important to talk to kids about because like you don't have to have it figured out so early. You have two more years after you're done graduated high school to, to figure out how to get there. And whether that's division one, division three, division one club, whatever it is, like you got time. You know, yeah. two more years than the typical athlete in any other sport to, to play collegial athletes. So we got about 45 seconds left. Quick question for you is let's say it's a, it's a late bloomer from a physical standpoint. So somebody that doesn't grow and then finally boom grows a ton in a summer grows five inches. Give me physically, you have 30 seconds, <laughs> what that person should do. Uh, I would work a ton of eccentric strength. So like lowering slowly, pausing at the bottom and then driving up um, uh, out of that because their limbs are going to be super long and awkward. So that will help with that. Uh, Lots of foot and ankle and hip work. It will help with their balance, which will be super awkward and off because they grew really fast. And obviously get strong, get strong, eat a lot, eat more. If you think you're eating enough, you're not. Share the show. Share the show.